podcast where you're watching his reviews and really, really wants to bowl for every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. In this episode, we are covering Daredevil, Season 1, Episode 3, Rabbit in a Snowstorm. Original air date, shockingly, is April 10th, 2015. <laughs> I, you know, I I was really wondering if you were going to read that again. Like I'm I'm looking I'm forward read it to it every freaking time. <laughs> oh, good, good. Thirteen times. <laughs> well, no, half of thirteen times. I don't know where it lands. Which one of us said it more than once? <laughs> more more times. Yeah, I don't feel like doing that math right now. Uh, we'll flip a coin. <laughs> All righty. Um. So in this episode, um. We realized that Al did not prepare as much as he should have and uh, grab a Here's summary of the episode summary. as a reminder. I will yep, read yeah, it, Al. Yeah. Do not Oh, worry. no, I just, <laughs> I just pulled it out. But no, you know, you know you're, you're good. You're, you're more prepared than I, than you, you get the honors. <laughs> okay. Murdoch and Foggy take on a mysterious wealthy client, but Murdoch is convinced that there is more to the case than just the facts. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> So for the actual notes that I've taken to go in order. Uh, all right. So th- this episode pretty much had four pretty distinct uh, storylines. So we'll we'll chunk this up again. And we'll start with the actual beginning of the episode. So um, we see Healy just kind of uh, walk on in and into the uh, bowling alley, kill some people, and then can- uh, lies down and get arrested. He just wants to bowl, man. That's all he wants. Mm-hmm. Just wants to throw some balls. Yeah, roll them um, down. This, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, roll them down a lane or someone's spinal column, whatever. Yeah, whatever um, comes first. Watching this episode back to back with the next episode, I remember realize how many head injuries are in at least the first season of Daredevil. Uh, this <laughs> is a new type of MCU brutal. I mean, you, you never. God, I hope you never see this in the movies. Children will be crying. Way worse than oh, people yeah. being dusted. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, going back to, to what you said, was it was it you that told me this, or, or did I read it somewhere online when I was just kind of skimming a few things for the show, um, that the original plan for the TV show was supposed to be, it was pitched as like a, an R-rated movie. Yeah, uh, I talked about that on the first episode of Daredevil. Yeah, okay. um, it was like a seventies, uh, was it seventies set R-rated movie? Okay, yeah. So this, I mean, this really feels like it, right? You're you're getting that, you're you're getting the violence part of it. It's definitely uh, mm-hmm. pretty messed up there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so one of the things I really liked about this scene is that this has the best use of a. Uh, uh, thirty-six hours earlier type of type of uh ploy, where <laughs> where he uh, he pulls out the gun to shoot a guy and they stop. Thirty-six hours earlier, gets the gun from the guy who promises that gun won't jam, and then it jams. Yeah, dang it, Turk. That was good. This is why you keep <laughs> being beat up by random people. No spoilers <laughs> for the future, but it doesn't go well for him. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, so uh, that's that's pretty much it. Healy just mm-hmm. kind of shows up and, and does that. Uh, so just kind of moving well, on this to, was the to the Marvel Cinematic. Oh, yeah. oh mm-hmm. my bad, my bad. 
I was ending the episode. You said that was it. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I think I'm good. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so the next scene, we just kind of move on to the next thing. Uh, so uh, the Nelson and Murdoch legal team uh, get approached by Wesley the next day um, to convince them to represent Healy. So the, the assassin murdery guy from the night before. Not that they know it's Wesley. Like, we know it's Wesley, but Wesley doesn't share his name. So. That's true. That's... So, the entire episode, or all of the episodes until now, I, in my notes, I just kept writing down Creepy Guy, because I didn't know his name. Mm-hmm. And did they say his name in this episode? Because I just had to look it up at some point. Oh, that's a good question. I think so. Didn't they say the the name last time at the super evil meeting on the top of a building for some reason? I mean, they probably did. I I just I'm really bad with names, and if they only said it once or twice, there's no way it stuck mm-hmm. with me. So like, on my end, I'm sure that's like I look I had to look it up, but uh, okay, I don't know. Neither do I. How is Wesley not giving his name? Not a big red flag to Foggy. Yeah, I I, I know, right? Because that was like uh, that that was Matt Murdock's thing, right? He he like I forget mm-hmm. what it was. He like tried to get his name, and the guy was so cagey. Like my only guess is that Foggy really just wanted the paycheck. Yeah, that's Foggy's big downfall this season. It's, he's broke mm-hmm. and he needs money. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but they uh so they end up taking that that whole um thing at least. Um mm-hmm. and so <clears throat> sorry. Uh so like right after this and they go and they actually meet um meet with Healy, um at least in, in this scene, Foggy doesn't actually want to take the case. So he 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 kind of lightens up to it, right? He he starts thinking a bit more, but uh that's when that's when Matt insists on taking on that case. Yeah. Um we uh, you skipped over a little cool scene of Matt following Wesley. Oh, you're right. By mm-hmm. listening to his ticking clock. Mm-hmm. I, I you know, coming off of our Christmas spectacular, the uh-huh. I I like this version of his powers, where he uses it in creative ways instead of using, like, rainy rainy vision, which is the <laughs> only power he's got. And super falling, which is really convenient. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, this is, this is really cool. Like, it's, um, it's definitely showing off like his other abilities, but it kind of feels like every time they show a cool ability of his, um, mm-hmm. in this one, at least in this Daredevil, it's it's usually just hearing. Like it's the the really good hearing that he has. Uh, I guess in the second episode, they talked about his spell because he he mentioned that um, when he was talking to uh, Claire. But yeah, but uh, that was something. At at least I'll give the the. Um, 2003 daredevil they did talk about the other abilities that got better i don't know if they actually do that in this one i'm I'm not too sure uh yeah i think we get some of it yeah talking about like how other senses got better yeah yeah. uh yeah i i think they do talk about it or they show it more than talk about it um 
He uses a sense of touch. I can remember specific times, not in this episode. Um, was it? What are the other senses? Hearing, taste, touch, and smell. Yeah, taste doesn't come up that often. <laughs> that's that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess he's never. I I don't think I I remember him ever getting poisoned in the series. So I don't know if that would really matter that much. Yeah. Unless he does, does he like go around and um, like he loses the scent, but then he realizes, you know, if I just lick this, then maybe I can pick up the scent and like a stronger thing from that. That would be that would be interesting. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's terrible. Just like you know, trying to find a murder victim and tasting the blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, and then, and then going around and licking people to see if their blood's on them. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, I but... mean, if he can't smell the blood, then yeah, he has to lick it. Yeah, <laughs> we should see a normal stories. <laughs> no, no, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. <laughs> uh. All right. Anyway, back to back to the actual storyline <laughs> for this. Um, so they they meet with the with the client. They meet with the Healy. Um, and he is he is like not even trying to to lie really or anything to uh to uh foggy and matt he's he knows what he's in for like he just has to convince them i guess to let them off or i i guess i guess he thinks that they're under the same um uh assumptions about things as he is yeah, what I read from this is Healy knows he's going to get off because of the jury. Spoilers, the jury's going to be bought or threatened. <gasps> and this is a test to see if Murdoch and Nelson will go along with it and be cool with it. Because if they are, they're the type of lawyers that they want. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Keep them. Keep them around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get, we definitely get, I can think of one particular, a lawyer like this in, I'm not sure if we get him in this season, but he's in the future Netflix shows. It would definitely be like, oh, that's cool. Just, just pay me my money. (laughs) (laughs) If you know who I'm thinking about. I don't actually, I can't think of another lawyer that we see in in any of the Netflix series. I'm sure the second. Two, two other lawyers. And one's like a major character, and one's pretty minor. So maybe well, I don't know they're a lawyer, but okay, I'll I'll, I'll take your uh, word. I just I uh, oh wait, you well, know what? Never spoiler. mind. I can't. In Jessica Never Jones mind. and in Luke Cage. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I I just remember Trinity <laughs> is in it. So yeah. Yes. I, I can't yeah. remember the actress's name. <laughs> uh, Carrie Ann Moss. Ah, okay. That's right. Anyway. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, so it, it's interesting. Um, during this scene, also, uh, so Matt goes into like this full-on interrogation mode, asking Healy all these these questions. He's trying to trying to actually get a lot more information because now he wants to know more about Wesley after following him and, and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, and and I'm trying to remember right now. So. Uh, Matt kind of jumped really quickly into not trusting Wesley as soon as Wesley showed up 
at his uh, you know at the at the office, right? Um, yeah. What prompted him to that? It, it wasn't just the way Wesley talked and like wouldn't answer questions, right? Was there something else? Oh, what you said about uh, Karen, just uh, like do all your um, was like do all your people end up working for you or just the ones who got off the murder stuff like that? Oh, okay, that's right. That's yeah, that was like the first thing. Yeah, yeah, that was a big okay. uh, dick move, and I think <laughs> you know I think he might Murdoch might have been swayed maybe if he just wasn't a jerk to Karen. Eventually, he would have been where he is now, but that mm-hmm. was a big red flag for him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I was just wondering if there was something like Daredevil specifically related to this that like he remembered or saw, or if there was something else. But um, okay, I guess not. I was just like uh, I was just thinking that just now. Like I didn't have this thought before. So okay. Yeah, I don't think in the first two episodes they even in like passing have cross paths. Cross paths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, okay. So this this whole trial and all this stuff um gets fast tracked pretty quickly. I mean, Healy wanted it. And like, I mean, I'm assuming Kingpin and everyone else wanted it too. So, um, they yeah. they really just want to get to trial. Like, so that's mm-hmm. basically the next day. I don't actually know how much time happened in between, but they make it sound like it was the next day. Yeah, it's really really soon. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah, never mind. Keep going. <laughs> Which I, I gotta say is, um, and, and jumping ahead a little too, I mean, this is a complaint that I have with the legal stuff that happens in this show. Um, it's a big thing in season two uh, when the Punisher shows mm-hmm. up, but like, I don't what? remember a lot Spoilers. of... I don't remember a lot of legal stuff. Whoops. Um, with uh, with this <laughs> season. And so I'm what, I, I don't remember if a lot of other like trials happen or things go to court but i mean that stuff takes months it takes a, a long time to actually yeah. get a court date yeah uh, unless it actually has been months and they just decided to skip over that part i really don't think so <laughs> um taking into account how the next episode closely links to the events of episode two they, they can't be like well and then we're <laughs> skipping four months right here in the middle of these two events Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it, it kind of seems like the whole season is only a couple of days which yeah. which i like i don't know it's i haven't watched, or... watched to the end of the season recently i don't know if i cared enough i would track how many days it is but i don't so it won't happen <laughs> right. i'm assuming every episode <laughs> is one to two days so i don't know 15 17 days for the season yeah yeah i don't know i'm just guessing make that up yeah okay all right. Cool. Um, so while they're in court, um, uh, we get to get a couple of things. Um, the uh, let's see. So um, Daredevil figures out uh, which juror is uh, being um, uh, blackmailed. I guess is the phrase. Yeah, blackmailed. Yeah. Uh, and so he he knows. Okay. Well, that's that's not great. Um, I do like how after the after the the trial stuff or the court day, um, you know, Daredevil shows up because that lady is, um, you know, getting confronted by what seems like the nicest thug that I've ever seen on a TV show. Yeah, yeah. 
It's like it's not it's not his fault. He's not doing it maliciously. He's just getting the money. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Also, probably I, I like... blackmailed too. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, or he's just like someone who's like, you know what? This sucks for you, but it makes my job easier if I'm nice to you while I'm ruining your life. <laughs> or that <laughs> one of those people? Oh, takes the pleasure in yeah. it. Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do feel like this is the main problem that Daredevil encounters every day he's working is he he knows the truth but he's legally not able to prove it i'm just like if he went to the judge and goes that woman's compromised how do you know i just know that would not work (laughs) out well for him at all (laughs) Uh uh-huh yeah which uh, which is is probably good because like whenever we see matt murdoch like talk and give a speech in it you know in something it's always so good, so like well rehearsed, um, mm-hmm. almost like he's a paid actor or something. You know, paid to almost act that like way. like mm-hmm. uh, there was a room full of writers telling, um, writing down the most inspirational speech. Yeah, something something like that, at yeah. least. Yeah, uh, Pro- that's but, on my uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I kind of wonder if that like fuels him if he's like, oh, I really, really want this guy. Like I know it because I've seen him do these bad things so now he like Mm -hmm. has to make sure he gets his really good closing arguments in there or something yeah um is it suspicious i mean i know this is very early in his career and his lawyering actually doesn't continue to be a huge (laughs) part of like i know season three definitely but other stuff too um in the comics are they ever suspicious that every bad guy who gets off from a Matt Murdock case gets attacked by Daredevil, like, in the next couple of days? <laughs> um, is, is that a I, little suspicious? I, I mean, it should be. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I wonder if it's one of those things no one cares. Like, so I'm, I'm not a big expert on the, the Daredevil comics. But I, I wonder if that's one of those things where, like, like the, the person who got off, everyone knows they shouldn't have, but they it was, I don't know, a technicality or just something. Someone else threw enough money at it, and the person got out. And then Daredevil just shows up like, you know what? Maybe he is just a, a lawyer somewhere. Maybe he's a, a, what's the word? Judge. Maybe he's a judge. That's Maybe. probably always a different yeah, judge. But, yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that. I don't think you're allowed to be a lawyer for the same judge every time. Then you become friends or enemies, and then it's a problem. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm curious, also, because the only other lawyer superhero I can think of is She-Hulk, who's a lawyer. And everyone knows she's She-Hulk, because I think she's always green. I, don't, I haven't and she... read any of her comics she is always green and she always has that kick-ass hair it's like so lush as a balding man i'm yeah. jealous mm-hmm. oh <laughs> <laughs> um mike does she do the same thing because that would get her disbarred really quickly <laughs> her, it would. because they know who she is <laughs> <laughs> i don't know now i'm curious <laughs> 
I I do I, know I, that I she's she's hot tempered, so that like messes with her cases sometimes. Yeah, well, she is a Hulk. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I always well see that goes against what I always thought. I always thought she was like the more rational of like the heroes. I would always like I would always imagine her as like they're the ones they come with to her problems because she doesn't she's not a crazy person dressed up in the mask. She just unfortunately got hulked out by her cousin's blood. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm basing this on literally knowing who she hulk is. I don't <laughs> even know her her human name. I don't know either. I'm wondering if I'm wondering if her last name is Banner. I mean, they're cousins, so it's possible. I'm, I'm it's not relatively okay. sure right. it's not. Well, I guess I'm going to type it in. You keep going. I'll yell it out <laughs> like a crazy person. All right, that sounds fair. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Jennifer Walters. Uh, okay, <laughs> that sounds yeah. like a very uh, crazy person yell for a name, but okay. <laughs> Jennifer Walters. <laughs> okay. Alright, alright. Uh, alright, where, where do we leave off? Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, Daredevil was trying to help out the lady that was being uh, that was being blackmailed. Uh, so we... Mm-hmm. That ends up getting um, actually dealt with pretty easily, right? Daredevil tells the lady to say whatever it takes to just be taken off the jury, and then he yep. beats up the thug guy. And that's about she, it. She walk. She walks into the courtroom and just starts yelling Jennifer Walters over and over again. <laughs> well, whatever she did, it worked. So I mean, <laughs> I guess the next time you're uh, you're summoned for jury duty, just start yelling Jennifer Walters. <laughs> I might, and then the woman goes, "What? <laughs> oh, no, not you." <laughs> <laughs> I work. We'll see. <laughs> um, so yeah, so so in court the next day, um, you know the the lady that juror does get off, and then she's immediately replaced by someone else who is uh, being blackmailed, and yeah, all of that work was for nothing. Dang, and God forbid, you know, he does something again. <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know yeah, what? So, I'll save one person from being blackmailed. Not all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Although I, I gotta say, like this is definitely one of those, um, you know, one of those moments where where you're realizing the uh, how uh, advanced, I guess the uh, the criminal is or the criminal enterprise is here because you know Daredevil being one person trying mm-hmm. to stop them. This is probably one of his first moments realizing the holy crap i can't do all of this this is yeah. it's got to be a little overwhelming the first time he realizes it realizes it right mm-hmm. like whoever it is is able to do all of this stuff yeah there are he knows there are at least two people and then a whole hallway of guys who he kicked their asses so it doesn't matter <laughs> anymore <laughs> that's true those people don't count anymore yeah. <laughs> you know uh but yeah so <clears throat> um so after that um wesley and um uh kingpin 
We don't know his name. King? No. Um. I don't know. I'm trying to remember the other guy's name. I I don't. He he's one of the other leader guys. Um. I did not write down his name, unfortunately. Oh, you know when Owsley. they when they meet his group. Leland Owsley. Leland Owsley. Yeah, there was no way I was ever going to keep that in my mind. <laughs> um. Yeah, so this is like this is a little bit of a detour from the the storyline, but uh, right after the or just before, I guess it's during the court scene, pretty much. Um, Owsley, you know, is basically saying to Wesley that he wants Healy to be killed and to you know solve that problem because this is a, a mess. He's not happy about things. It's not it's not going smooth like they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, so Wesley says no because. It's too many, too many trails. They've already killed too many people. It's, it's a whole thing. There's like paperwork and a whole bureaucracy thing, and it's it's just not it's not going to work out. So he's he's not a fan of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, instead, um, I guess I guess Owsley like things kind of work out for him because later that night, after Healy gets released from from jail and I guess all of that. Um, him and daredevil fight and well you know how this ends uh healy ends up killing himself because that did <laughs> like, not go well for him every daredevil fight <laughs> yeah uh-huh <laughs> yeah no i mean yeah we saw in the beginning of the episode we saw healy you know bowling ball a guy to death right mm-hmm. yeah when when healy kills himself by spearing himself in the eye that was my first like holy shit moment of watching this oh, series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's interesting cuz every episode has has kind of had its own like like kind of crazy moment pretty much, right? Like episode mm-hmm. 2 had that hallway fight. That was last week. This week we have this moment. Like ah, I don't I don't know what happened in the season premiere, but something, I'm sure. Nothing pops up to my mind. Yeah, I'm I'm sure something happened. He threw the gun at the guy eating a sandwich. That was terrible. Poor, poor <laughs> innocent sandwich eaters. Uh, <laughs> hey, it worked. It, that knocked him into the ocean, right? Didn't he fall back? <laughs> yeah, he, he, he knocked him into the ocean. It wasn't even cool because this guy was like, yes, he was working with the people who he just fought, but he didn't get up and try to do anything. He was just like, let me finish my sandwich, and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> he probably wasn't going to do anything either. He was just going to like, yeah, all right, I guess I'll stay out of this completely. Yeah, yeah. sandwich guy isn't going to be the guy who just kicked, like, I don't know how many other people's asses. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you see that, you just decide it's not it's not worth the uh, the effort to, to try. You know where that's going. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but he kills himself because he gave away Kingpin's name. Frisky Willie. Oh, wait, no. Wilson Fisk. <laughs> is is Frisky Willie from something? No. Oh, okay. I, um, I wasn't sure if that was one of those uh, references that went over my head. No, it's actually... It's a reference to a podcast. <laughs> um... <laughs> It was a guy. He it was a superhero podcast, and they're talking about the when the trailer for Into the Spider Verse came out, <laughs> and um, the guys who host podcast, his girlfriend goes when uh, Kingpin shows up. His girlfriend goes, "Is that Frisky or Frisky Fisky?" 
And that's just <laughs> the name that always appears in my head. <laughs> What's the fist now? <laughs> I, I like it. It, it works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, um, so back to this. Uh, actually, uh, you know, Healy, like, he, he went all in on killing himself, too. Like, he, he knew exactly what to do. Um, and uh, and he did it. It was effective. Uh, but just before that, we... Like, it, it makes sense, because given how well he fights... I mean, the, the first scene of the episode, he he fought, what, the two bodyguards really quickly and took them out. Mm-hmm. And it took a while to, to kill the boss guy, because the gun stopped working. <laughs> and then the boss guy had the bowling ball. But... Like he was able to really hold his own against Daredevil in this fight. So now this also means that Fisk is down two really professional fighters. Because yeah. this is the second in three episodes that Daredevil is, is taken down. Or that has at least died because of Daredevil. Well, what I've learned from the MCU, and especially Netflix corner of MCU, we'll find out, that... I would estimate at least 45% of New York City citizens are excellent fighters <laughs> because they do not run out. They have enough to fill at least four shows. <laughs> so there's, there's what, how many people that live in New York City? There's what, 8 million, I think is the number. I, that sounds right. That's that's what they said as the intro to a podcast I used to listen to before they, they stopped doing it. So I... I'm going to assume that's about right. So let's say 8 million, 45% is, I don't know, just just over 4 million. Uh, three, four and a, no, 45% is less than 4 million. <laughs> Whoops, just under 4 million. <laughs> yeah. Did the math on we, that we, one, we, huh? we decided a long time ago we don't do math on this podcast. <laughs> I got scared when you started talking numbers. <laughs> it's... Uh, that's true. <laughs> Should not have brought that up. Uh, but yeah, okay, you know, for roughly four million. Yeah, that that makes up. It makes sense, you know, considering all the Netflix shows that happen there. Um, I guess really that means that um, the Avengers didn't need to help in New York when the Chitauri attacked because they would have just been fine on their own. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well. I mean, we saw that little tiny area where these six Avengers fought the aliens. But you know the aliens got to other places. That's why there wasn't a big deal when they got <laughs> to other parts, because they were all kicking ass. Half, Almost half the population was kicking their ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you think... What do you think Daredevil was doing during that time? What was Daredevil doing during that time? I mean... Well, we don't. We never really establish how long he's been daredeviling. I, we feel That's like it's true. the beginning. This is the very first time he's done it. Um, but he's fought maybe, before, was he, right? He was in, like he's he, was he in New York? Where, where did he go to college? I know we. Oh, that's we'll right. find out later. But I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, you're right because he probably was considering that him and Foggy just started their their lawyer business. Two days ago. Yeah. yeah. So they, they could have been out of state or something, wherever they were. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I'm now going through all of them. We know where... <laughs> we know where Iron Fist was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, I think... What's up? 
No, I, I was about to say, like, I, I guess, like, it's possible that, you know, if he was there in New York, then it's, I guess it's possible that this could have been one of the, like, oh, he can hold his own against aliens, so I guess he can be a nighttime vigilante. Like, that that could be a logical conclusion there. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, we're going to spoilers here. We find out mm-hmm. later yeah. how long he's been training to be a, at least ninja-like and it's way before the Battle of New York. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, has he actually done stuff against others, right? Like, it's one thing to train on your own, but it's another to have an actual opponent, right? What was that I Mike Tyson so. quote? Everyone has a, a plan until they get punched in the face? I've never heard that, but that's an excellent <laughs> quote. <laughs> um, it's a... It's um, it's based off of I think it was from Sun Tzu's The Art of War. It's a no plan survives contact with the enemy. But I really like I've Mike Tyson's better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, he does fight. I think he fights enemies. We find out in season two when they flash back to that stuff. Okay. Well, the, I I really don't remember much of that. So okay. I'm trying. All to right, remember. that works. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll find out in like a year. But yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that works for me. In that case, um, I think I'm good with uh, storyline A. I don't know. Do you have anything else? No, that's about it. We can move on. To okay. B. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So A was it was pretty uh, self-explanatory. The main part of the episode, but uh, um, pretty well contained. Not a ton happened. We we I guess we just get a lot of pushing the main storyline type of stuff forward. So characters yeah. are meeting, all that stuff. Okay. All right, cool. Um, so storyline B, a lot smaller than than A. Uh, this is uh this is following Ben Uric Uric. I Uric. keep forgetting how to say his Uric. I I knew I was gonna forget how to pronounce his last name, and I knew I should have just said Ben, not Uncle Ben. Yeah, but all right. Uh, so Ben Uric. Um, this is towards the beginning of the episode. Uh, when he's meeting with. With that mob boss guy whose name that you had written down, Tony, what was his name? Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, there we go. Jerry <laughs> no, Seinfeld. No, I don't know. Uh, I do not know his name. Oh, uh, you, <laughs> no, you, you, t- you told me when uh, Wesley was talking with this guy in the... Oh, no, 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 uh, no. In the car. This isn't the same guy. What? It's this not? I could have sworn same. it was. Oh, no, no you're right. Owsley. You're right. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. You're right. It was, it's some completely other guy who isn't in league with the Kingpin. You're right. Okay. No. Uh, that's what I get for writing down the same name twice, Mob Boss. So yeah, there we yep. go. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, anyway Ben Urich and Jerry other. In here. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so they're um, they're talking. Uh, ben wants a lot more info about what's going on. You know, he's kind of on the lead or on. Uh, I-, I guess he's got some information about Kingpin. He wants some more info, but this other Mob mm-hmm. Boss is really scared, and he's moving away. He's getting out. He's moving to Florida. Um, he's making some bad life decisions right there. <laughs> what you know? There's no crime in Florida. <laughs> yeah, none, none whatsoever. No, actually, I believe there's no organized crime in Florida. It's just very unorganized. So he's actually safer there. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> except for the mouse, he always gets a, uh, he always gets his due, his protection money. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um 
so that that happens. Uh, we don't get too much out of there, but uh, the the mob boss is really yeah. scared. That's that's pretty much the main part. Yeah, yeah. we could talk us for a second about Ben Yurik. Uh, yeah. At least his comics history. Mm-hmm. He was originally like a lot of these characters were originally Spider Man characters. Uh, ben Yurik worked for the Daily Bugle with uh, Peter Parker for years and years and years, and then I don't know what happened because I think he's dead in the comics too. I believe so. Um, I just don't know how recent that is. Yeah. And who knows? He could be it. I think Ben's aren't allowed to come back to life. So, <laughs> sucks for him. Ben's are someone with parents. Okay. Yep. Guardians? Legal guardians? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's all I had for Ben. Oh, okay. Alright. I, I was like, expecting more. I do like the gangster... The gangster who uh, yearned for the gold old days, like, they used to kill you, but now, uh, but send roses to your wife. Like, oh, that that was sweet in a terrifying, terrifying <laughs> way. But now they kill the whole family, too, which has no honor. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh, he's definitely, um, uh, I, I, I guess, foreshadowing, uh, because that's something... Uh, Healy says at the end when he uh, when he kills himself, right? He was like, "Oh no, I have to kill myself so that way they don't find out I said Fisk's name and then they kill his family." Is that what happened? Yeah, that's um. I think so. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. So yeah, <laughs> we'll go with that. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So it's uh, definitely this ruthlessness that uh, the Kingpin has. Oof. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, in another scene, we see Yurik, um, having a deal with his editor, and they're, they're having their own little squabble, so apparently the editor prefers being able to sell newspapers, and Yurik, not as big of a fan of that. It's, yeah, he got the balance, and he's, yeah, he's bored. He wants to do a real story. You know what, um, the editor should be demanding? More pictures of Spider-Man. Because I feel that sells very well. (laughs) It does. I wish they just threw J. Jonah Jameson in this. Called him a different name, but it it would obviously be J. Jonah Jameson at this time to screw you to Sony. (laughs) I want more photos of Daredevil. (laughs) No one wants photos of Daredevil. His suit's not even bright. He wants photos of... I mean, no one wears an awesome costume in these... He wants Iron Man photos. He just wants paparazzi photos. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Uh, So uh, we find out that the editor is one of the reasons why we all have to use ad blockers on on our our web browsers. And um, Mm -hmm. yeah, but uh, Yurik is really a lot more interested in this mob story. So he keeps keeps pushing for that anyway. So yeah. Yeah. In uh, in the background of your scene, we see some of the newspapers that he's written in the past, including the Battle of New York and Terror in Harlem, which you know proves that some people say that Incredible Hulk didn't happen in the MCU, which it totally happened in the MCU. <laughs> it was how, right there. how can it's they right argue there. it didn't? Because it's uh, they say since it's not Mark Ruffalo, it's like tangential to the <laughs> MCU. It doesn't really count. Like bullshit. <laughs> they've got yeah, a general but... in civil war <laughs> yeah exactly they also have tony stark robert downey jr oh, yeah i forget about that too <laughs> yeah like it's 
I mean, it's two against one there. Like, eh. mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, also, Hell's <laughs> Kitchen apparently really cares about what color of subway line they get. I <laughs> I've never lived in a city where they have subways or like trains as a major uh, mode of transportation, but I don't think the color is that important. But that's what sells newspapers, apparently. It is. Everyone wants to know. Yeah. And that's yeah. what makes people buy the newspapers instead of just going online. Talking about the yes. colors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's because bloggers wouldn't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, news is important. You know, try to support it in some yeah. way. Maybe turn off your ad blocker if their site isn't a complete pain. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. That's all I've got. That's my soapbox that's, for the that's night. Very, that's very noble of you, Al. Something uh, our listeners and I will probably not follow, but it's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, that's fair. No. So, so Tony, did you do you know what GDPR is? Like, did you ever hear what that is? It sounds very familiar, but I do not know what it is. Uh, so I I forget what it stands for. It's Global Data Protection regulation so anyway it's a european law um and it's oh yes uh, yes, yes, yes yeah <laughs> okay yeah so so basically the, there's a bunch of stuff about protecting users data and all this stuff and so um because we're in the u.s that Seems doesn't really affect so us. well yeah yeah <laughs> uh but um yeah but one of the things with that is um <clears throat> So, like, basically, it, you know, American companies, you know, still doing stuff out there in Europe. They, there's like, okay, well, they, they do this anyway. So, some companies, like, the day GDPR went into effect, um, in the U.S., they like the they just left everything alone. But uh, some companies, like like certain news organizations or other things like that, were they had their website in Europe. They uh, mm-hmm. they either have popped up a banner saying, yeah, no, we, we can't let you, you know, view our stuff because of, you know, all these rules and stuff. Uh, but some other ones just turned off a, a, like all of their ads and everything because that that's like most of the time where all the tracking stuff happens and that's stuff, you know, limited by GDPR. And so because of that, those sites were, were way, way faster than here in the US. Oh, so yeah, uh, yeah definitely <laughs> like that reason alone is why I turn on ad blocking. But <laughs> since we're on that little little thing uh, since then they've you know f- figured out better ways to still be able to track you and, and you know sell you ads and yeah, all that stuff yeah, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. um yeah. you know i mean running this podcast and being a general nerd the uh what is it the fan in the wikis that are like it would take like 10 minutes to load everything or go on something else on my old computer probably not on this one um unless you have an ad blocker because it was just like pop-up and side and banners and they're like oh my freaking god oh <laughs> it's terrible uh yeah yeah there there are things that are yeah there there, there are reasons why i i just can't use or i can't not use a pop-up blocker or an ad blocker it's uh it's infuriating yeah it's too much but you know what's not infuriating? Daredevil. That's a really good show. And back it is. in episode three <laughs> of season one, uh, this is episode three. Right? Yeah, it is. episode three. <laughs> yes, uh, we're going to be talking about healthcare. God damn it! <laughs> something else infuriating. Oh, great. 
let's talk about healthcare. So, um, so uh, we get like two little parts of the episode here. Um, the first part is Yurik uh, basically arguing with health insurance. I'm, I'm not too sure if it was an insurance company or the hospital itself. Probably my assumption is it's a health insurance company. Um, and then also um, going to see his, that, that is his wife, right? Like, did, did he actually say yes. it explicitly or were we supposed to guess? I don't remember. Uh, I don't think they say it this scene, but they, I think he talks about it with Karen, doesn't he? Is it this episode? Yeah. This is the I episode where they episode. meet. Maybe, so. no, next episode. Yeah, next episode he talks about it with Karen. So, okay. I, yeah, we're just making assumptions. <laughs> Okay, all right. So, so next week we'll find out that that's his wife. But, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But apparently he's he's been dealing with this long enough that he's made friends with the like lead office admin lady, and like so much yeah. that he knows yeah. snack food that she likes. I feel like she's a head nurse because they the head nurse like does all the no maybe I don't know. Because she cares about, she talks about her main, head biggest, best nurses out, which is something the head nurse would care about. But she also mm-hmm. deals with insurance, which is something Edmund would care about. I only know the head nurse stuff because my aunt is a head nurse at a local um, hospital. Okay. Um, hmm. I don't know. Well, either way, she's busy. And doesn't want to deal with yeah. Eric on a regular basis. But I guess they go back and forth because... They like each other, I, I guess, enough. At least at a minimum, they don't I mean, hate each friendly. other. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They're both doing the dance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, <laughs> I do like how he, after she extends his wife's stay for, what, like three days or ten days or some, some really small number, mm-hmm. he gives her the um, the food that she likes. <laughs> like, why didn't you lead with this? Like, that would be cheating. I like Eric. I hope he doesn't die. <laughs> Uh-huh. Man, we've got we've had so <laughs> many seasons. We've got three seasons of Daredevil and all the other seasons of the other shows. Man, I love him in, yeah. in everything we see him in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, so that's that's it for storyline B. Not too much there. So it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty small. Just uh, just a real intro on Yurik. Anything else you've got, Tony? No, not not for this part. Okay, We're cool. Good. Then in that case, let's move on to Karen's little storyline, C for Karen. And um, so the the main thing that she's dealing with in in this episode (laughs) is uh, is that whole NDA thing from the the company that she used to work for. So based off of, Mm -hmm. what was it, episode one where we first meet her and she like stole company property and all this stuff, the information, that file. So she's meeting with some lawyer who's really just trying to put the... the, um, the fear of God in her to sign an NDA. Uh-huh. Uh, she's not too happy about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, didn't she already sign an NDA and break it? Yeah, but this is probably one of those new NDAs, I guess. Right? Like, I yeah. I don't know if they actually like. I mean, I don't know. Um, I mean, I think some companies are different on the type of NDA that you sign. There's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like if you're starting in this position, you're going to sign this kind of thing or this other position, this other NDA, just because of like um, legal stuff. Like maybe you're not privy to that information. Um, then again, yeah. I have absolutely no idea. I'm not a lawyer and I 
like if I ever have to sign an NDA, no. I skim it and I'll sign it. I guess I don't. I just assume that I'm not supposed to talk about it and call it a day. Well, y- you see, Karen's problem right here <laughs> is she knows two professional lawyers. So if she mm-hmm. really is unsure about it, she should probably bring it to her two professional lawyer friends. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Have we seen yeah. either of them in the show? Um, no, we just hear about them. They're okay, all right. I mean, she should really just grab Froggy one, but, and yeah. Mike. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was wondering that, too, like, because um, earlier in the episode, like, she, she was reading some letter or something about the NDA, and like, I... Does she say why she didn't want to include them in this? Like, I, I did I miss that? If you missed it, I missed it too. I don't. I mean, I wrote the note as like, why didn't she talk to Matt and Foggy? So as I was watching this, I must have. It mustn't have been clear why she didn't want to bring it to them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if anyone listening knows the answer, tell us. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, maybe maybe it comes up in a later episode, but uh, yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. uh, it's bothering me. Like, so eh, all right. Um. Anyway, so after that, uh, she goes to to meet the widow of the uh, the guy that was killed uh, the that she mm-hmm. went and hung out with after work, and um, she's trying to get the widow to to team up and they can fight large company. Do a super and, team uh, crossover. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that doesn't work out. The widow just doesn't want to deal with that. She's moving, and she's just trying to get out and get all that behind her. I guess is that pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, she kind of explains that she encouraged her husband to go forward with this, and it got him killed. Mm-hmm. So she's really, you know, she's not feeling being all awesome, stand up to the man type stuff. Yeah, yeah, that'll definitely weigh you down. It'll kind of drain you on wanting to 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 do that kind of stuff. Yeah, and they have a kid too, right? At least one, maybe more. Yeah, yeah I think right, they say so. they have a son. Okay, yeah, that that sounds familiar. I was thinking son too. So okay, Got it. so they so now she might also be thinking take care of the kid too. Don't want things to blow back on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True that. Yeah. So Karen being the type of person who isn't just going to drop it, decides to go meet with uh, Ben Urick and give him more info on Union Allied Construction. And uh, then they make their own super team up. Yep. The Defendants. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> the... Other people. <laughs> I don't have a good name. <laughs> the journalizers. Uh, and that's pretty much it for storyline season all right let's just move on i'm done talking about karen how about you yep all right we'll go on to frisky frisky (laughs) yep that's right so storyline f um there is really nothing here this is just the one scene with him right at the end and it's fisk staring Mm -hmm. at a painting in an art gallery and it is yeah. the rabbit in the snowstorm. Yep. It's uh I've I'm kinda pissed that they kinda ripped off my favorite joke with the kids I work with. You know, <laughs> you know, corny jokes. Mm-hmm. Um the kids will be doing art, right? 
and I'll hold up a blank piece of paper and say, um, I'll say, do you like my painting? It's a rabbit running through a snow, a white rabbit running through a snowstorm eating marshmallows. <laughs> so I feel like they ripped off my joke in this. And are, are you saying that the elementary school children that you teach um, don't laugh at the joke anymore because they've already seen it in Daredevil? <laughs> that is exactly <laughs> the problem. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, kids these days watching TV, right? Ruining jokes. Ugh. All right. Uh, so. If you're a child listening to this, never watch the show until you're older. <laughs> yeah, definitely something to wait on. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. So, so the only real important part of this scene is that we meet Fisk in person, like. Like mostly in person, right? We've kind of have we actually seen him before this, or no? Like maybe his head? No. Okay. Yeah, maybe his his head. Uh, we see we see Wesley's point of view when they're talking to each other in the um, not in the point of view, mm-hmm. but was like looking at Wesley when they're talking together in the limo. But we don't ever see. I don't even think we see his outline. Okay. Yeah, I was imagining an outline, but like I don't remember actually seeing an outline. So, okay, all right. So we meet Fisk, and we also meet Vanessa, who will become a, a character throughout the rest of the season, and and their their spark of a love interest with each other right here. Yeah, yep. yeah. But, a uh, little background behind uh, both the characters and the actors. Uh, Frisky Fisky uh, came from Amazing Spider-Man. Number fifty, back in June nineteen sixty seven. Oh, nice like a major Spider Man, yeah, major Spider Man, um, and Daredevil villain. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, the actor, is famous for uh, Full Metal Jacket. That's probably his most famous thing. Uh, Jurassic <laughs> World, and my favorite role of his was Men in Black when he played the giant <laughs> bug guy. <laughs> Wait. The the main character, yeah, he play- the main villain guy. Oh, then he plays the main villain. Yep. Oh, that's cool. Also, yeah. who was he in Jurassic World? He played the um. It was the first Jurassic World movie. He was the guy who wanted to train the raptors, kind of like the, the one of the human the, antagonists. The military guy who like wanted to use them yeah. for military stuff. Oh, exactly. man, I do not. I did not recognize him at all. In either of those no, he is he's an amazing actor. He's also um the only other movie that I've known I've seen him in is the I think 2016 remake of the Magnificent Magnificent Seven, which is surprisingly good. It didn't seem very like it was going to be a good movie, but I liked it. Um, oh, where he plays like this crazy fur trapper guy who completely different from all the other roles I've seen him in too. So yeah, he's kind of a chameleon actor guy. Oh, cool. Well, now I like this guy even more. Alright. <laughs> and then we also get Vanessa, who was in Amazing Spider-Man number 70 back in March 1969. Um, the actress Ayala Zurer, I'm sure I'm saying her name wrong, <clears throat> has one other like superhero credit. He She plays uh, Kal-El's biological mom on Krypton in Man of Steel. Huh. All right. Yeah. And that's all I've got. Okay. Same here. I think I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think yeah. I'm good on the episode. How about you? 
Yeah, yeah, same here. Um, it was uh, it was definitely a, a storyline episode. It uh, kind of put things together, people meeting people, etc., filling in some uh-huh. information. Um, yeah, all in all, I was generally entertained with the episode, but you know, not not one of the stronger ones of the season, I would say. Yeah, fair. It's very much. Uh, my friend Tyler would call it filler, but I call it setup because there aren't a lot. 13 episodes, there aren't a lot of room for filler. Mm-hmm, yeah. But this is definitely a setup. Yeah. Mm-hmm, All right. All right. So, everybody, uh, please join us next time for Daredevil Season 1, Episode 4, In the Blood. And this was a Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Season 1, Episode 3, Rabbit in a Snowstorm. Please remember to follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind. And please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts for your favorite podcast or your favorite podcast app. Not for. That would be stupid. <laughs> Just help us. <laughs> uh, this, is, <laughs> this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind uh, signing off. And have a marvelous day. Marvel.